It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., and this is news that you can use for Halloween, ladies and gentlemen, Tuesday, August 31st, with your hosts, me, Ray, and the kid that can only afford a t-shirt, Zach. How are yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing great. Want to remind everyone, we have an incredible challenge going on right now. You go to CarEdge.com, you go to Resources, you click on Podcasts. Here's the deal, folks. Auto Insiders with Ray Shevska. That launched just yesterday. And if, big if, if it gets to number one on the podcast charts, we are going to take Pops out for a delicious steak dinner. And yours truly, I will pay for it. The only chance we have of making that happen, folks, is if you listen to the thing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave a review. I don't know why that is, but that's how it works. You got to have listenership on those two platforms to go up to number one on the chart. So please, 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 caredge.com slash podcasts. Please just listen and leave a review. That's out of the way. That's out of the way. I I have to ask a question. Anybody listen? Yesterday, anybody listen? Did we get any listenership? We will pull up the live stats at the end of today's show. So tune in for that. We will look at them again tomorrow. We will look at the stats every single day on this channel. How about them apples? Well, are those Halloween apples or... (laughs) Here's the deal, folks. Americans have stopped paying their car loans. We've been talking about this for a while. We're going to parlay this into a bit of a discussion around negative equity as well. Dad, a few things that are trending right now on the interwebs. We have headlines like this that came out last week. The latest data from Fitch and others showing that the loan delinquency rate, auto loan delinquency rate, is the highest level it's been since 1994. You also have, this was trending over on social media, the term give back car seems to be trending over on Google. I've got a little way to debunk this a bit. I'll show that in just a second. But but Dad, we've talked about it before. We're going to talk about it again. Auto loan delinquency rates are increasing non-trivially, significantly to the highest levels in the past 30 years. That's an indication that people are going upside down on their or are upside down on their auto loans and they're unable to afford them. Well, no, it's an indication that they can't afford them. It's not an indication that they're that they're upside down or more upside down than they have been in the past. Because I can assure you, dating back to 1977, when I first got into the car business, you know, any number of people who signed up for their new car, even though then it was a 24 or 36 month car loan, they were upside down the minute they drove out. Um, so being upside down is not uncommon. Um Not being able to pay, uh, that's a tad bit more uncommon. Um, There's always going to be loan delinquencies. Um, Banks expect it. Uh, You know, when when banks have conversations with the dealers, you know, they'll talk about how their loan portfolio is performing, and they'd like to keep the delinquencies, you know, 2% or less. Uh, Now, you know, my understanding is, especially your subprime lenders, uh, well, they ain't anywhere near 2% or less. Um, so for those customers, it's, it's, it's a real issue. Um, you know, costs of everything have gone up dramatically. Um, allegedly, uh, what's that? The, um, the consumer price index has come down a little bit. Yeah. 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 So inflation's not rearing its ugly head so much, but it's still difficult for people out there. Let's look at this, Ted. Let's look at this. 
Credit Acceptance Corporation. They are one of the largest subprime auto lenders in the United States. Their earnings came out just yesterday yes. and they were shocking. They were truly like, holy cow, didn't see this happening. After, actually, if you've been following us, you probably knew what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. The big storyline here, Dad, Credit yeah. Acceptance Corporation, they just like every other financial institution, they have to have what are called loan loss provisions. This is where they set aside, this was, this was at an, out, um, an output from Dodd-Frank. So this is after the great financial crisis. Yes. You now have to, if you're a financial institution, set aside money for loans that you no longer think are going to come due before they go bad. Yes. So read this. An increase in the provision for credit losses of 63.1% to $221.4 million, primarily due to an increase in provision for credit losses on forecast changes of $251.8 million, primarily due to a greater decline in consumer loan performance during the first nine months of 2023 compared to the first nine months of 2022. During the first nine months of 2023, we decreased our estimate for future net cash flows by 150 million bucks, or 1.7%, to reflect a decline in forecasted collection rates during the period and slowed our forecasted net cash flow timing to reflect a decrease in consumer loan prepayments to below average levels. So here you've got that Credit Acceptance Corporation, in many words, saying we've got a quarter of a billion dollars set aside for loans we never expect to actually get paid. I would I would be curious as to how that would read if they wrote it in the English, you know, plain <laughs> and simple English. Um, you know, couldn't they just say, hell, the loans aren't performing like we were hoping they were going to perform our forecast for how they were going to perform was off. Um, it's a little bit troubling. We've increased our loan loss provisions because of that. And we anticipate that there isn't going to be an uptick in performance uh, for quite some time. Couldn't they just put it in friggin' English so that anybody could understand? No, that was in such gobbledygook. But yes, the the essence of what they're saying is uh yeah they bet wrong okay we 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 bet that the performance was going to be much better than it is the performance of our loans was going to be much better than it is and every indication through the first 9 months of the year is that well we really bet wrong and all we can do is hope that it gets better going forward yeah, that's exactly what they're saying. And the magnitudes of scale here are non-trivial. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, when you've got outstanding mortgage debt of like $13 trillion, yes. a quarter of a billion doesn't seem like all that much. Yeah. However, we know auto loan delinquency rates are at the highest they've been since 94. This is one of the largest subprime lenders essentially wait, you know, ringing the alarm bell saying, all right, we thought that these uh, loan portfolios were going to perform better than they actually are. They're not. And here's the outcome of that. You have who are going to end up having their vehicles repoed. And, yes. and that is, let's pull it back to, you know, I'll pull this tab back up on the screen for the Google search trends. This is from 2004 to today. So before yes. I just had the past five years, there is a distinct trend of people searching give back car. Now, I want to put this into some perspective. Let's look. This is a live experiment. Let's compare give back car search terms, uh, search trends to car reg. Is, so is Carage is the red line. Carage is the red line on the screen. So you can see, you know, how many people are actually Google searching give back car? How many people Google search car edge on any given day? 
it's not necessarily hundreds of thousands or millions of people. I can assure you, not hundreds of thousands of millions of people don't Google search car edge every day. And we have obviously more search traffic than give back car, but it is still a trend, Dad. You do still see a trend on that blue line. More and more people are, you know, they're the individuals within that credit acceptance corporation loan portfolio. They're the ones that are struggling. They're the ones that are Google searching give back car. And let's and let's explain what give back car is. A give back car is a voluntary repossession, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. It's the bank doesn't say, Oh, great. Thanks so much. Thanks for giving back the car. You're everything's forgiven. It's not. It goes on your credit report as a voluntary repossession. And when the, the next bank looks at you for some type of credit to extend you some type of credit, they don't care if it says voluntary in front of repossession or it just says repossession. It doesn't matter. It means you're not qualified for another loan or you'll find it much more difficult to qualify for another loan. And if that voluntary repossession or regular repossession happens with Credit Acceptance Corporation, uh, which for many people is uh, the credit source, the last chance credit source that they have, their last resource for credit, where are they going then? So, folks, you can Google give back my car. You can Google give me $300. It doesn't matter. Don't give back your car. Okay, figure out a way to make the car payments. Figure out a way to work out a deal with the bank so that you don't have to give back the car. because. Everything in this country, not everything, but, you know, so much of what happens in this country is based on credit and having good credit and having bad credit will really severely negative impact, negatively impact what you want to do moving forward, whether it's buy a house, whether it's try to get to rent an apartment, whatever it is. Let's let's be honest, though, Dad. There is another give back car option. There is, there is. Hear me out. Yeah. It's called trading it in and rolling that negative equity into a new loan. I know, I know, I know, I know. Unfortunately, I'm not saying I'm an advocate for this. Unfortunately, we're seeing more and more of this. I've got two examples here, Dad. Yeah. Again, back at caredge.com, every single day we help hundreds of people buy cars. That is what we do. Here's an example of a deal, Dad. I just want you to look at this. We've got a, a customer trading in a 2018 Jeep uh, Jeep Wrangler Unlimited to get into a new Ford F-150. Yeah. A couple things of note here. Look at that net trade-in. $41,000 is the trade allowance. The payoff is $47,839. Okay. Where it says net trade, that is the negative equity that the give back car is going to you know, incur here on this car deal. And that just gets rolled into the loan. And if, you, if I'm not mistaken, look over on the left where it says rate. This is a 9% interest rate, which is yeah. like, okay. Look, also, which is okay, which is scary. Also, look over to the left where it shows cash down. And the minimum cash down they're asking for is $7,000. That's just to cover the negative equity. Okay. Um, salespeople. All, well, didn't all, but salespeople I trained, we trained them to say, to ask, you know, most people, unfortunately, owe more on their car than, than what it's worth. Before we go forward, I was just wondering, how are you planning on handling any negative equity you may have in your trade? Well, what do you mean? Well, 
let's say just pick out a number. Let's say your trade's worth ten thousand dollars and you still owe fifteen. How are you planning on handling that that five thousand dollars of negative equity? Oh. Uh, can I roll it into the new loan? I was planning on putting cash down, but at least address it up front because it is a major impediment to trying to put together the loan. So I, I, I get what people were trying to do, but I can't believe if, if on that deal you showed, if that gentleman or woman uh, had $7,000 to put down, well, why they wouldn't just put it towards car payments on their existing car and keep it because to put $7,000 down to have a $1,300 a month car payment um, seems capricious at best. Yeah, I, I've actually fielded that question multiple times this week. I'm upside down on my car loan. Should I just put that towards the down payment on the new car or should I pay off the loan? It's kind of a wash, but I guess you also have the option, which is just make uh, additional interest payments on your existing car and don't buy a new car. That's another way to give your car back. Just make more interest payments and then don't flip it into something new. That is certainly, certainly an option. And you are getting some love in the chat that capricious. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, really was, pretty proud. I was, I was, I was surprised you didn't say anything when I, I, like when that I mentioned word, that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to pull this up from Greg. He's saying we had uh, to get my daughter a car at 7.75 interest. Good, bad, or met. That's good. That's good. It pains me to say it, but if that's a used car, that's good. Even yeah, if it's a new car right? today, even if it's a new car, the average new car rate is what nine point eight eight percent or something like, it was like that. Nine point nine five percent. So it's ten percent, and the average yeah. used car rate is fifteen percent. I was working a car deal yesterday. I got approved at nine nine point five four. That's fine. Scary, <laughs> but it's fine. Like that's that's normal. That's actually like good in today's market, which is. Difficult, a difficult total swell. Let's look at one more, Deb. You've got a trade in here of a 2017 Kia Optima. All right. You've okay. got a consumer looking to purchase a 2020 Kia Sorento. Okay. Trade allowance, four grand. Trade payoff, oh, 13600 Oh, my God. How could that be? I mean, how, how, how could that be? I mean, how... How can you have a 2000, what is it, 17 Optima and still owe $13,600 on it? I mean, did you just buy that not too long ago and obviously overpay? Um, did things happen? To, I mean, my goodness gracious, there's, there's two and a half times negative equity to the value of the trade. That, that, that's crazy. That's real. That's real. That is what millions i hate to say but that's what millions of people it's like it's hyperbolic to say but it's true millions of people are looking at that if they're saying give back car yeah there are options because they're thinking to themselves oh crap i can't afford this or oh crap i i just want to get out of it but, and then they but, go to the dealer but even if they give back the car to the bank even if it's a voluntary repossession and they give the car back to the bank the bank is going to expect them to pay the remaining balance because yep. they'll take that vehicle, they'll take it to the auction, they'll sell it for whatever they sell it for, and then they sue the consumer, the customer who gave it back, for the deficiency balance. So instead of driving a car for your car payment, you're just going to be making a car payment and have no car. You're, you're still going to be paying that deficiency balance. So 
if you're nine thousand dollars flipped, that nine thousand dollars isn't going away. It's being transferred to another loan that you're going to have to pay for. So lucky for you, you might be stroking a check of $200 a month for the next 60 months or whatever it is for air, just yeah. for air, just for, just for having given the car back. Yeah. You know what we need? We need Just Dave look Ram- at it, man. Well, we need Dave Ramsey to come on here and explain to people what the hell are you doing to yourselves? And <laughs> and and the worst part is what you're showing. Huh. I used to sit down with customers every damn day and say, "Let's look at the math. Tell me how this makes good sense for you." Now, you know, let's come up with a plan that might make sense, better sense than than trying to roll $9,600 of negative negative equity into your next car loan, which means the minute you drive out, if you, if you get the loan for, let's say the person put $1,500 down and took the $662 a month payment for 72 months, okay, and they're financing $38,000. Mm. Mm. On a $25,000 car. That has $3,328 in front-end gross. So like, let's just let that sit in, too. Yeah. So it's a $22,000 car. So so here's here, so they're walking out, and they have more negative equity now than when they walked in trying to trade in the piece of poo they're trading in. You know, sometimes, folks, sometimes, this is going to be hard to – Hard to hear, but sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and live with the mistake that you made rather than compounding that mistake. Okay. It does you no good to, to make the mistake even worse. So think long and hard, look at it, see if it makes any real sense. If it make sure you have gap insurance, hope that there's a thunder, a line of thunderstorms rolling through your area and park your car under a damn tree, whatever you got. But I'm telling you folks, it, you can't just keep rolling negative equity into more negative equity. You're making the situation worse. You are not improving the situation. You're just not. You know, sorry. your line, you're, you're spot on. No, no, don't be sorry. This is great. This is awesome information. I mean, if I didn't have you, if you weren't my dad, I'd want to, I want someone to tell me this. Every time you go to like park in your car under a tree, I just lose it, man. Every time. We were talking yesterday about the Ford Mach-E's that that dealer was parking on the shoulder of the road. Yes. You were saying. I'm telling you, dealers do that. I mean, I have literally seen where somebody <laughs> lost control of, of their car and they they slammed into a, a dealer lot, our dealer lot, damn it. They And they wiped out like four or five cars. We didn't care at that point. Hey, we sold four or five cars to the insurance company. You know, we didn't make as much as we wanted to make, but, but what the hell? It was a turn and earn system. We turned them, we earned them. You know, it's however you sell them, you sell them. But this is why in today's world, it is so important for people to get gap insurance so that you can protect yourself from things like this. And, and, and 
you know, I joke about, well, you know, hope there's a line of thunderstorms coming through and find a big tree to park under, you know, but, you know, if, for instance, that person with the $4,000 car that owes thirteen six, if that car, if they got in an accident and the car was totaled and the insurance company is agreeing to pay four grand, well, somebody's got to come up with the other 9600 yeah. So if he didn't have gap, he or she doesn't have gap insurance, they're still going to be on the hook for that 9600 If you're not putting big money down today on a car, 25 30%, you need to make sure you protect yourself with gap insurance in case anything were to happen, okay? Um, you just, you, you need, you have to look at all the ways you can protect yourself. Don't compound your mistake by making a bigger mistake. Yeah. Protect yourself initially so that even if you know you're making the mistake, at least you're somewhat protected if anything were to happen to the collateral. You know, uh, and you can you can only counsel people so much. I know. I used to do it on a daily basis when people would come in and they'd want to get rid of the, well, I, I know my car is still a fine car, but I really want to get something new. You're $15,000 upside down. Why do you want to do that? Well, you know, I just think that I just think the newer car would be nicer and I'm willing to pay for And I can use the, the equity out of my home. I have, have a home equity. Line. That's the dumbest thing you, don't want to do that. I mean, who the hell wants to put up their house so they can buy a car? And if you do, you should have never been able to qualify for the mortgage in the first place. You know, apparently there isn't a stupid test. We need to have a stupid <laughs> test. A couple of things, a couple of things tied to Gap because it is sometimes confusing. I'm going back to CarEdge.com and I just, if you can Google search CarEdge space Gap, we have all sorts of guides on it, but I'm also going to come here and I'm going to go to resources and I'm going to go to free guides. Okay. Once I'm on free guides, there's a search bar down here. Just type in gap insurance. Google searching works, honestly, even better. Just Google search. We have all of our various articles about gap insurance and what you need to know about it. Please, please, please avail yourself of those free resources. Gap insurance can be confusing. I'm seeing comments about buying it from a credit union versus the dealership. Great advice. There's some stuff you need to know, like what percentage does it pay up to? Please go read the guide. Google search Car Edge Gap and go take a quick peek at that. And then the other thought I just had, Dad, is there yeah. are all sorts of social media influencers, wealth influencers that talk yeah. about these creative ways to buy cars. Um, I really need to like show you some of those and get you <laughs> reacting to them because there was one I saw the other day. The guy suggested buying a car with like his life insurance, taking a loan out against his life insurance. Sure. Yeah. You know, that way your family doesn't have the money to bury you if you get killed in the accident. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, but yeah, why, why, why don't you just take a loan against your 401k? Uh, now you're thinking. I, yeah, there's all kinds. There's all kinds of ways to find money that 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 could at some point or is at some point your money. Um, but like 401ks are designed so that at some point you might actually be able to afford to retire and that you'll have some money when you want to retire. Not 
it's been a forced savings account. I want to borrow against it so I can get my next car. No, that's not what it's for. Hell, just if that's the case, take it and blow it all and go to Hawaii for the summer. I mean, you know, sometimes, and and I and I should, because you know I I I deny myself very little at this point in my life, but that's because what yeah. the hell? I'm seventy two years old, and and my wife passed away, and you know I I don't have a lot that brings me um, a, a tremendous amount of joy other than working with you and and working with our customers. And and your daughter and my daughter and 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 sometimes we just have to do without. I mean, we just have to, you know. Sometimes even I find myself saying, "You know what, Ray? You don't need to spend the money on that." Yeah, I was looking at watches again this morning. Like I need another flip flipping watch, okay? And 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 I just and I said. You know what, Ray? You don't need another watch. You just don't. You can live without. You, I've got twenty nine, for goodness' sake. How many more watches do I need? Oh, but I got three yeah, more spaces in my jewelry case. Who cares? Twenty nine watches. I mean, stop. It's enough already. So sometimes, even me, I I convince myself I don't need it. I do. You know, it's a waste. I don't. Why am I getting it? I I can only wear well. I could wear more than one watch at a time, but why? Um, so, yes, just sometimes, just say deny yourself and and say no. I I don't need to do this. I don't need that car. I don't need to compound my errors, and and you know try and try and make a wiser decision. Yeah, 100%, Dad, 100%. All right, I want to remind everyone back at CarEdge.com, we have an incredible resource, which is our trusted dealer network. We have started working with, I'm proud, pleased to announce today, a new dealer group they have now, where we now have yes. not only Ford in the dealer network, we have all of the domestics, General Motors and Stellantis, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep and Ram. So the way that this works, folks, is if you go to CarEdge.com, we're still getting everything up on the website, but behind yes. the scenes, we can help you. Just search for a vehicle that you're interested in, whatever the heck it is. You want that Ram 1500? I don't know why, but if you do, go for it. You want that Jeep? <laughs> That's going to be 20% off the of MSRP. Again, don't know why, but if you do, search for it on CarEdge.com, submit your information. Our team will follow up with you. And we are now offering a stress-free, streamlined, 100% from home car buying experience with free shipping in the contiguous 48 states. It's car buying like it should be. It's through CarEdge. You get to work directly with us rather than the dealer. Super excited about that. So now we have all the domestics and we are working on for next month to have Toyota, which would be huge. To yeah, I know. I know. We're working with the dealer right now. And, like We're trying to figure it out. We're working on Toyota. So we're we're... we're we're working behind the scenes here to help y'all. Please go check it out, CarEdge.com. The other thing, CarEdge.com slash careers. If we could find 10 incredible people to join our team tomorrow, I, you're signed up. So please, please, please go apply. We are very busy. We are. Um, I'm exhausted. I'm personally very exhausted, but I'm like, going to persevere and we're going to hire some more people and they're going to come on. They're going to help us. Go for it. Can, can, can you take a moment and explain to people what some of the roles are and and yeah. what what type of qualifications they might need in order to actually fill one of those roles sure we need people who are committed to our mission committed to our vision work really hard 
and are generalists to like just enjoy a bit of chaos and want to like grow with a good company. The roles specifically are we're looking for a head of finance. So that's someone who has a background in finance who can help us make sure we're not going to lose money as we grow like crazy. An engineering manager. So if you have software engineering skills and a background in management, we're looking to hire for that role. A user experience designer. So that's the type of role where you're talking to customers and then designing experiences that our team then builds. Sales representatives, uh, talking to our customers, making sure we understand their needs, helping them find the right car for them. The customer success representative, that is after someone has purchased a vehicle, making sure that they had an awesome experience, following up with them, really giving them that car edge experience. And car edge concierge, someone who actually contacts dealers and uh, works to you know get car deals done. We're hiring for multiple of many of those roles. So those are the those are the open positions. And uh, yeah, and we pay. So that's nice too. You get paid. Really? We pay? Yeah, buddy. Um, you know, so it doesn't get much better than that. So you can have a job with a nice company, a good company, a company that cares about not only the people we're trying to help, but the people that work for it. Okay. <laughs> You know, <laughs> no, we do. I mean, I know because we pay them. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when I when I, when I when I was with the Penske organization, and we used to have meetings and seminars all the time, and I remember they had all the managers from our campus, the the Scottsdale campus, the one hundred and one Auto Collection, and you know where we had BMW and and Rolls Royce and Bentley and. Jaguar and Land Rover and Porsche and and um, and so they said, well, "How do how do you how do you keep your salespeople?" I said, "Well, we found the easiest ways to overpay them." <laughs> <laughs> no one leaves when you overpay yeah. them. You, you overpay them, they ain't going anywhere, you know. And, and because the th- you know in, in corporations, they always like to say. And maybe someday you'll say, oh, well, the employees really love personal recognition. And I say, that's the biggest corporate BS I ever heard. You know what employees really like? A bigger damn paycheck. Okay. So so if you give them enough money so that they don't want to go anywhere, they're not going to go anywhere. (laughs) Um, And then you can give them that personal recognition as well. Yeah. Fingers crossed people uh, find that they're uh, fairly compensated here at Carridge. I think they do. And that makes me that makes me happy um, to know that. All right. The other thing, again, we have the new podcast that just went out, carridge.com slash podcast. And it's also here on YouTube. Just search Auto Insiders with Ray Shevska. The first three episodes are up. And Pops, drum roll, please. How many downloads of the podcast? Not YouTube, but how many downloads of the podcast do you think we have gotten so far? Um. <laughs> Well, go low, man. Go low. I want to surprise you. Go low. Yeah. Well, I, well, I was going to preface it by saying, well, I don't know why anybody would listen to it anyway. But having said that, um, and if they listen to one, it, to just listen to it, do they have to download it? Um, I think it's just a listen, just like pressing play okay, and listening so, for more than a minute or something like uh, that. You know, I'll, I'll guess uh, 1,389. I said go low. Why'd you go high? I, th- I thought that was low. 663. Hopefully within a few days here, we'll be at that 1300 at 89. So yeah, we've got a little bit of a ways to go. On okay. The so, so what you're telling me in a really nice way is there's no steak dinner for me. Uh, well, here we can like share context. So like the daily news podcast, I'll pull that up. That yeah. show does in a month. Oh, keeps going. Oh my! Um, like twenty four thousand downloads. Okay, 
<laughs> and that's a, a top 25 podcast. So we probably need to get to like at least 50 or 75,000 downloads this month to get to number one. Well, may may I say, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I don't think there's 75,000 people <laughs> out there who, being of their right mind, would do that. But if they do, I would greatly appreciate it. I would be ever so thankful. Um, you know, I, I I would hope, and 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 I'll, and I'll say this in as sincere a manner as I can. I would hope that for those who either watched or listened yesterday, that they they just took a little something different away from those conversations. That's all that, that you know. And if and if you enjoy those type of conversations, um, because realistically. That's that's the path that's the that the show is is taking. If you enjoy those, please listen. Please tell your friends to listen. Um, they're they're informative. They're entertaining. They're fun. Um, they they might not be as deep as some people would like them, and they might not be silly as silly as some people would like them. Um, but I I think. I think there's some value there, and hopefully I ask some fairly decent questions of my guests. I don't know. I was listening yesterday. I, I really enjoyed it. I think it sounds great. I'm really proud of you, proud of us, and uh, you know, enjoying. I'm enjoying listening to it. Um, let's come here, Dad, from Mark. One of oh, our thank you, thank Mark. You for this, Mark. Thanks for the contribution. Ray, I dreamed I was buying a car from you, and you tried to sell a VSC for a door handle for 72 easy bands and $19. <laughs> Could that be true? Um, well, uh, I probably would have tried to sell you those uh, those clear plastic door cups so yeah, you know your, your fingernails wouldn't scratch the paint under the handle. And um, yeah, $19 a month for 72 easy months. Yeah, that I probably would have tried to do. Certainly. <laughs> 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 oh, man Lord. all right gang again caredge.com that's where everything is it was kind of cool to do that google trends search and like see how we compare oh let's do another one are you up for okay. that do a little research project with me yeah where am i going you know anybody here of charlie foster anybody know who charlie foster is he does have a tiktok channel yeah you which and charlie I, which, yeah, meeting up tomorrow, aren't you? Tomorrow at four o'clock, uh, I'm I'm going to uh, interview Charlie. For those of you who Such a good might guy. or might not be interested, all right. So, because let's look at car edge trends. Let's see. This is past day, so we're not going to worry about past day. We're going to do past twelve months. Okay, whatever. All right. So there you go. There we are. All right. Let's see. How do we compare it to car gurus? Oh no. Oh no, <laughs> we got oh, some. No. We got some work to do. You think we're the blue yeah, line? We're the blue line. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess all the folks at Car Gurus are laughing at us, buddy. Who <laughs> 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 uh, are those, those clowns? Car Edge. Oh my God, they Top think they're going to kick our ass. Well, we will one day, Mister Car Gurus. Don't you yeah, worry. Sir. Pops, enjoy your afternoon. I love you very much. I'm going to eat some lunch, get back to work, and I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Well, um, I had my big-ass bowl of oatmeal today. I figured I'd get back into the oatmeal, so I'm not doing lunch just yet. Um, but, yes, I love you, too. Have a great rest of your day. And, um, um, yeah, hopefully we'll chat soon.